0: Talk of the Town on 95.1 The Peak. Joining us on the line is the new Director of Marketing and Innovation for E3. We say good morning to Christine Sargent. Christine, welcome to Talk of the Town. Oh,
1: good morning. Thank you
0: for having me. Christine, this is FASD Awareness Month. That, of course, is Fetal Alcohol Spectrum Disorder Month. And uh, you're going to give us a little information on, you know, what, first of all, what FASD is and and some of the terminology that we should be using when we when we deal with this. Mm-hmm.
1: Sure. Um, yes. Yeah. So as you said, the month of September is International um, FASD Month. So that means that there's events going on all around the world this month, uh, specifically this Saturday, which is September 9th. So that is um, International FASD Day, where around the world there will be walks and events and learning and promoting um, what we can do better in the world of FASD.
0: So Leon, on uh, is just what fetal alcohol spectrum disorder is specifically.
1: Well, it's just basically um, what, what can happen to um, a fetus when it is developing uh, during the nine months. If it is exposed to alcohol, we know that the central nervous system is developing for the entire nine months, and experts agree that there is no safe level um, during pregnancy of alcohol. So obviously our, our normal, uh, supports continue, uh, we're supporting mothers and fathers and people with FASD, uh, but this month at E3 Community Services, um, our focus is on some new training and learning of uh, using current terminology when we are writing and speaking about FASD.
0: Think of FASD and and individuals. I mean, there's been awareness about this. It's been discussed. We, we should not drink when we're pregnant. It's things that, uh, you know, we we really know that the infant can be harmed due to it. But how the issues that can arise after the fact, when the child Mm -hmm. is born, how are you pinpointing it to the fetal alcohol syndrome?
1: Well, we do have to well, there's diagnoses, of Mm -hmm. course, um, and there's lots of um, indicators. However, um, when supporting someone with FASD, we have to support people the same as we would anyone. We're encouraging strengths. We're encouraging Mm -hmm. tapping into their passions and their natural interests. People with FASD are resilient and have many strengths. So what the focus should be is on interdependence with anyone we're supporting. Um, We always look at how can we get people to be as independent as they can be when in reality, focus should be interdependence. We all rely on others in some way or another. Um, None of us are completely independent in our lives. And that is okay. And that's a big message. So when we're talking about FASD, um, again, we're focusing on strengths because people have irreversible brain difficulties with this diagnosis.
0: And so when we're talking, and and this is the first time I think I've heard that it is a spectrum disorder, so there are different levels of FASD?
1: Absolutely. So it used to be called um, fetal alcohol syndrome, right? Um, but we learned, lots of learning, uh, thank goodness, going on that this is a spectrum, and there's a spectrum of um, brain difficulties and behavioral um, symptoms that could present because of FASD, so it is very much a spectrum.
0: So what are the kind of supports that you are giving uh, folks who are on this spectrum?
1: Again, it's uh, education. The education we're doing this month is a big part of it. Um, we all know the, uh, from real life the power of words. And I think if we can, um, at E3 on our level right now, it is getting staff to learn and use consistent and respectful messaging. That's just going to contribute to greater learning and understanding and in turn support for people who have FAS.
0: So specifically, what are the words that we have been using that we should not use? And what are some mm-hmm. of the words that we haven't been using that we yeah. should?
1: Well, there's many. I'm doing a whole lunch and learn on it on this Thursday for our staff. So one example would be like a month ago before I, I learned the new terminology, I would have said for those living with FASD. But now I simply say for those who have FASD. And the thought process is that for those living with FASD, it is felt that using those terms or affected by suggests the burden and may take away from the person's strength. Mm, okay. hmm
0: are there any so others? we're
1: learning as we go, and we yeah. adapt our thinking, so too should our language adapt.
0: If folks want to find out this terminology, to be on top of this, if they are supporting someone with FASD, where should they go? Where can they get support?
1: Um, absolutely. just at, uh, at my level, you can absolutely go to E3 Community Services' website. We have lots of resources there. Um, on our website, you can find it under resources. You will find FASD um, information and support links for people with FASD, families, service providers. And today's topic will be there as well, um, the current terminology for writing and speaking about FASD.
0: Director of Marketing and Innovation for E3 Community Services, we've been speaking with Christine Sargent.
1: Thanks so much for joining us on Talk of the Town. Thanks so much for having me. Have a great day.
0: Ninety-five won The Peak with John and Melanie.